with a look back over the weekend sports action. This is Full Time on KCLR with Sinead Kyo. Welcome, welcome, welcome along to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Hope you're all doing well on this Monday evening. If you're from Kilkenny or if you're from St Mullins, I'm sure that you definitely are uh, doing more than well today. Kilkenny, of course, being crowned Senior Camogie Champions for the 15th time in their history. Uh, I'm going to be talking to Martin Quilty a little bit later on about that great win over Cork yesterday. I'm also going to be checking in with Head of Sport, uh, Ken Maguire, he's also out there in uh, the courthouse and he'll be letting us know what's happening all around the city uh, for the homecoming for the girls, which is due to, they're due to take the stage, I think, at about uh, quarter past seven, half seven, around or about there. So uh, we're going to be checking in with them a little bit later on in the show. Also coming up on the show today as well, I mentioned there St Mullins. St Mullins, of course, claiming their 28 Carlo senior hurling title after an emphatic win over Bagnell Town Gales uh, there yesterday so I'm going to be uh, I was actually talking to Marty Kavanagh just off air there just before um, I came on uh, just there at just a couple of minutes ago and uh, you'll hear from Marty Kavanagh he of course made the long trip over from uh, San Francisco to uh, be part of the St Mullins squad uh, for the county final uh, so lots coming up on the show later uh, we'll, we'll be talking as I said all about the camogie all about that victory and um, checking in with uh, Marty Kavanagh and, and lots more coming up on the show as well but I was down uh, in Kilkenny yesterday uh, I was making my way around the streets and chatting to all of the supporters uh, to get their reaction after that great win against Cork yesterday and uh, I'm going to play now some of those reactions for you and here it is I'm Julie. Julie. And this is Adrian. In yeah. from Sydney. Oh, in from Sydney, yeah. yeah. This is your first time seeing the Camogie match? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. What it's did you really, make of it? It's really good. It's yeah. really fast. Yeah. yeah. The girls were brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, they did kick any proud. Yeah, absolutely. It was very close. And to be honest, if we didn't get that goal, we'd probably cheer in, you know, a very different way. Yeah. Um, but that goal changed the us, And it was down to the last minute. Extra time. We could have been looking at extra time. But you know what? The girls defended really well towards the end and really proud of them they did so well like they say it it takes a village you know it's not just like the people who are on the pitch it's everyone behind them as well Jack Lannigan just from town myself well what did you think anyway brilliant performance by the girls thought it was absolutely brilliant yeah it was a back and forth one sure Um, it was just exciting yeah. Had, like I said, had my friend from Cork, so there was back and forth reactions <laughs> there as well, but we ended up on top, so I'm delighted with it, like, yeah, absolutely delighted. Yeah. I think the six points straight away in the first kind of gave them a bit of bravery, a bit of cockiness. It was just, it was exciting now. Yeah. Scary at the same time, though, with the second half. Delighted for the girls anyway, and hopefully Kilkenny will give them a, a warm welcome now. They definitely deserve it after today now, definitely do. The fight they gave in for the last point to give us a win, they deserve it all. In fairness. Yeah, no, it was really good. Where are you all from? Anyway, where best in Kilkenny are you from? Dainsford. Dainsford. And you just play a bit of camogie or anything yourselves? Yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah very Dicks good. Us, so. Yeah. And will you be going to the homecoming now tomorrow evening? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. One of our friends is on the team, so. Yeah, who's your friend? Ashley McCarty. Oh, all right, okay. I bet you're all so proud of the girls, are you? Yeah, no, yeah very, sure. yeah. yeah. It's like England, it's coming home, it's coming home. <laughs> and I'm from all Lachlan, Paris, Martin Hall, Lemon Court. Very good, I think the rep was very poor on us. He nearly cost us the all Ireland. What a performance, what a team. Very good team, I think the homecoming should be like the men in all the park. 
not on at the courthouse, you know what I mean? Katie O'D. Absolutely delighted. Delighted yeah. for the girls. It was absolutely a brilliant win. They really done great in the end. Absolutely delighted for them. They just turned around in the last 15 minutes. They were absolutely brilliant and the goal just met it for them. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. It did. I think everyone was kind of saying that to win it, they really needed a goal, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it changed the game for them. Just delighted for them. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant to see all the support as well. There are loads of Kilkenny jerseys, lots of flags and everything oh, yeah, out. Loads. And hopefully they'll get um, a warm welcome when they come back to Kilkenny tomorrow evening. Oh, definitely they will. We'll be all out from shouting for them. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Simply the best. Uh, yeah, it was great going around Kilkenny yesterday, getting all of those reactions to Kilkenny's win in the All-Ireland Final. Now, I am joined on the line, I'm delighted to say, by Martin Quilty. And nobody is is more thrilled than he is uh, to see that Kilkenny got over the line. Um, Martin, how are you doing? Good evening, Sinead, and welcome down here to Langton's, where... The party is still underway, live here. Marty Morrissey from RTE is actually just about to go live on the 6-1 News here with a couple of girls. So you might hear us more than noise in the background. So if you do, I do apologise. But what a, what a game yesterday. What a noise the girls had last night. And all prepared now for what will be a decent and brilliant homecoming later on as well. Oh, Martin, it was just unbelievable stuff there yesterday. I mean, the first half um, was, you know, it was a little bit strange because it, it took Cork so long to get going, but the second half was just really, like you said it on the radio yesterday, it was heart attack stuff, wasn't it? Oh, it was. I mean, Ken sent me a message there at one stage telling me he was going to get an ambulance for us. Like, was that literally that tense? Uh, you know, I mean, it looked like this was going out of the... Kenny's reach for a long period of time in the second half we knew they had to get a goal from somewhere um, and by God when they did get the goal from Sophie O'Dwyer it lifted the girls it gave them great spirit it gave them great hope and you know why Cork might have come back and draw, drew a level I mean what a player and Denise just to step up and score that winning free as well and then to see Ashton Thompson's last minute chance go wide at the post we knew at that stage then even though it was heading near the six minutes of additional time that uh, Kilkenny were going to bring home the O'Duffy Cup and the teams afterwards the celebrations it was brilliant but like we could never have imagined I suppose that Cork in the first half really wouldn't score until the 20th minute either Kilkenny really did dominate that first quarter but I suppose they faltered a little bit as well in the second quarter and left Cork back into it and they went in level at half time Sinead but really Kilkenny should have been out of sight they had a couple of overlapped chances you know for goals a couple of point chances that they normally would take and they were driving silly wide so yeah look if you had a bad heart yesterday it certainly wasn't the game to be uh, for yourselves but uh, the victory just came nice and sweet and the fact we lost by one point to Cork in 17 and 18 made it a bit sweeter that we acted them yesterday yeah some would call that poetic justice I think uh, Martin wouldn't they Ah uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of payback after all them years, Sinead. I know, but something else I wanted to to um, kind of bring up with you as well, Martin. When I speak about poetic justice, you mentioned there Aunt Ashleen Thompson at the very end missing um, that strike and putting the ball, but putting the ball wide. But like from a Kilkenny perspective, thank God she did. But I, I kind of felt like you know where's the ref at with his whistle now because there was four minutes additional time being allocated. But I think he played probably about five and a half minutes did he 
Yeah, when they put it up, it's a minimum additional of four minutes, so that can be anything from four onwards. There was an injury in between the fourth minute. I didn't think myself that it was that long, but I warranted the amount of injury time that was gone in this. But sure, look, he's the only man with the timepiece. It's up to him when he decided. We were all shouting, as it probably came out in the commentary yesterday, for him to blow it up nice and early. But, you know, look, it did go into the time it did. Ashton Thompson did miss the point, and the rest is history. He can only count. 15th time All-Ireland Senior Promoter Champion in honest with you they really did deserve it Sinead for the performances all year to go through the whole season undefeated you know and then win the O'Duffy Cup back yesterday it was brilliant Yeah and Martin I just wanted to mention Denise as well um, and you know the, getting the winning score there putting it over from a free even though she had missed a couple before that it must have taken nerves of steel do you know when their backs were against the wall like that she delivered yeah, she did. I mean, things haven't gone well for her on the free take and duty for the last two games, especially in the semi-final. And herself and Katie Nolan kind of alternated it a bit yesterday as well. And Katie did miss uh, one then chance as well. But Denise then to step up for the last one. And herself and Katie had been talking all week about it and what maybe was the best way to do it to get the confidence. And Denise is saying, like, just put the ball down, don't dwell on it, don't think about it, and just hit it over the bar. And I think she finally did that for the last one yesterday. Um, and it did go over thankfully and you know what a what a player she is to keep going and to have the confidence to do it and that's exactly what she did and you know the rest is history Yeah and, and Martin you know like I, I know that Denise scored the winner but I think the moment of the game really was when Sophie you know put the ball into the back of the net I, I'd say that the hair was standing up on, on the back of your neck watching that all big time like I mean we could see it from where we were in the holding stand um, I have to be a small bit quiet now at the minute just in case I'm being told but um, look Julianne had a chance first um, I think it was Laura Murphy or someone then put in a shot it looked like she was going to sail over the head of Amy Lee she managed to back the ball out I don't know whether they got him one another's way then between the defence and the goalie but Sophie was warrior on the hill 16 and again you couldn't make an option eight. Lofty done it in the semi-final Sophie O'Dwyer done it in the final yesterday and it's a goal that Kenny really needs it um, and she took it brilliantly like she dispatched it to the net the same as you would be expecting to happen so all good yeah now just to kind of backtrack a little bit like I know we are talking about there took, took Cork 20 minutes to get on the scoreboard um, and but then when that goal went in for Cork when they finally you know when they finally uh, registered a score it seemed to just kind of change the whole dynamic of the game Martin didn't it I did a quarter. I mean, the girls got great confidence for it. Like they had been trailing by two points up to that. They get the uh, yeah, they got the goal. They went uh, a point ahead. Cork came back then, got the points to equalise it as well. You know, maybe you're looking at a replay. You know, when you see four minutes additional time coming up, you're thinking to yourself, okay, if we could get one more score, you know, and hold on to it, we might get this. And Denise did that yesterday. And um, but they had the resilience to keep Cork out, not really give away anything stupid. You know, even for the the last one with um with Ashley Thompson, she had the chance towards the end of it, but the Kenny backs didn't foul her. They pushed her wide, forced her into the mistake, and luckily for us, the ball went wide down on the Davin end. Like, and other than that, we might have been uh, looking at a replay the first one since 1981. But thank God for us, we're not. Yeah, and every I, I think Martin as well, like every single mistake was was punished yesterday. Like every ball. You know, there was a contest there, and uh, every small detail just really mattered, especially there in the second half. 
Yeah, I suppose it was a, a great game for the neutrals to be watching, like his nip and talk, you know, there was a lot of hard hits, you know, the both teams gave it their all, there was no one holding back from it. It was a great spectacle to watch. And while there was a small little bit of defensive play maybe from both sides in it, you know, there were some great scores got as well and I think uh, Brian Dillon certainly won the battle on the sideline because he managed to get the best out of his substitutes and I said it earlier on on Friday night in the previous show and yesterday as well in the beginning this Kilkenny's bench certainly was stronger than Cork's bench and it proved that way yesterday and when Sophie came on you know it's a lot of different dynamics I think she was able to go along to possession but she was at the Plenty of crack down there, Martin. I'm telling you, Sinead, you can't beat it, but look, we didn't get through it in 2020. You know, we couldn't even bring home the cup or anything with us. Um, So I suppose this is two years of being bottled up and uh, two years of celebrations now that's going to happen uh, all during the week and it's certainly in full flight down here in Langton at the minute I was just going to say to you that to you Martin as well like this one must be extra sweet because of course you know in 2020 there was no there was no one in the in the stands but of course yesterday they were um, surrounded by friends and family and lifelong supporters of, of Kilkenny Camogie so it made all the more sweet as well I suppose because they have suffered so much tragedy throughout the year do you know to kind of get that that reward there yesterday it was just something very very special for those players no you're spot on I mean 2020 was very eerie it was different times there was COVID involved in it and um, you know we couldn't bring home the cup with us there was no family there no friends there or anything you know so it was special to be able to go to the stands yesterday and celebrate with friends family club mates etc you know so I mean it's it was it was really special and it's a one that the girls deserve and it's probably one that they'll remember uh, for a long time to come definitely Martin well look I'll let you get back to those celebrations but we'll be checking back in with you all um, a little bit later on in the show to see how it's all how it's all unfolding down there but look enjoy yourselves and I'll, I'll be chatting to you later on we're actually just about to load the bus outside Langton's here now and we'll be leaving here within the next three to four minutes to take the roofs down as far as the courthouse so we're hoping that there's going to be a decent crowd it's a great night out the weather is beautiful it's nice and sunny so whoever's listening to the radio there at the minute get down to the courthouse within the next five to six minutes because the Kilkenny Senior Champions will be arriving there very shortly absolutely have a, a great crowd down there definitely get yourselves down there um, look I'll be chatting to you later on Martin but look and enjoy yes, enjoy the next uh, the next couple of hours there and uh, yeah I'll be I'll be talking to you again soon Perfect, talk to you soon. Thanks, Martin. Uh, that was Martin Quilty there. He, of course, is KCLR Camogie commentator and Come On Kind podcaster as well. Now, we're just going to remind ourselves of the closing stages of the All-Ireland final yesterday where Martin Quilty and Anya Fahey were doing commentary for KCLR. And really, if this doesn't make the hairs on the back of your near neck stand up, I don't know what will. But I'm just going to play this piece of audio for you. We're going to go to a quick break then um, and then lots more to come after that but have a listen to this fighting for it here comes Ashley Thompson she's heading in for the goal she's taking a shot she's putting it in it's going and it's gone to the right and yes. wide it's gone wide it's gone wide Ray Kelly is calling is he yes it's all over it's over and Kelly have done it they have beaten Cork in Pro Park by a solitary point 113 Kilkenny, 112 to Cork, on your fat 
What a bloody result for the Kilkenny team. They deserve it. Sum up the game for us. Oh, do you know what? These guys... <laughs> These girls, they, they, give you, they give you a mild heart attack there, but you have to say... Mild you know, heart attack, I'm gone. Listen, I think, let's be fair to everybody, they've been the team of the championship throughout the whole year. Every single one of these girls deserve it. They're an absolute credit to their clubs, their families, their friends, everyone. The exhilaration in their faces out there, if anybody deserves this, this group of girls does. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahartzVolkswagen.ie. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahartzVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time. Now, if you were tuning in just before the break, you would have heard I was speaking to Martin Quilty and lots of crack happening down there at the courthouse, of course, for the uh, homecoming of the senior camogie team uh, after their great win over Cork yesterday. So if you're thinking about it, do make your way down to the courthouse to welcome home the girls and to congratulate them on their great victory in the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Final yesterday. Now, another final that took place yesterday was the Carlo Senior hurling final between St Mullins and Bagnallstown. Uh, of course, St Mullins having a great victory there, winning their 28 uh, Carlo Senior title. I caught up with Marty Kavanagh uh, earlier on, just before coming on air, and here's what he had to say. Marty, congratulations on another county medal there with uh, St Mullins yesterday. You must have been delighted. Well worth the trip home anyway. Oh, look, obviously, um, unbelievable, um, unbelievable um, win yesterday and... Um, Look, I um obviously I was away for the summer and uh, we we lost the championship on Sunday in 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 America, so I was free to come home and play like and uh, so once um once I once I knew the management the boys want me home, then I was going to come home 100 percent. So look, I was just happy to come home. I didn't didn't mind if I played a minute or nothing. Like just wanted to be around the boys and just be there. So look, unbelievable performance in the lads. So. Just yeah, everyone's really just delighted. Yeah, I'm sure. And actually, yeah, that was something I was going to ask you as well, Marty. Just about because I know you were over in San Fran- San Francisco, was it, or San yeah, Diego, yeah. San Francisco? Yeah. So you were hurling yeah. over there, and it was only because that um, that league kind of had ended that you got permission then to come home, was it? So it sort of depended on that. Yeah, pretty much. Like so, basically, we we I I I played three matches in San Francisco, and we lost to three of them. If we had to win one of their matches, I would have been playing out there yesterday. Like so, I wouldn't have been able to come home. It would be only control to come home. Yeah. And so basically, so I thought leaving. At, when I left at the start of the year, and I I told the boys I'd gone for the summer. Um, I just thought that we would we'd, we'd be there there most in the end of the championship. So just the fact that uh, we lost three matches then, and then just this situation arose then that I was eligible to come home and hurl like, and just or just be there anyway, I'd be tugged out so. So when that when that opportunity came about, obviously, look, I we I made contact with the club, and the club made contact with me, and she looked at the rest. I just was on a flight then home, and look, I was just happy to be around the boys, and as I said, look, there's a lot of young lads on the on the team, and even just to be around them, to talk to them, whatever, just to get over the line, and look, as it turned out, you know, they, they were 
the the hurl unbelievable like but yeah. it's obviously great to be be around the slope because it just means so much like yeah no that's uh, that's amazing that the the stars just kind of seem to align then at the perfect time um for you to come home with the with the league that you were involved in over in America uh, finishing up um so yeah, no it's it's just a great day as well isn't it for for the community I know I was listening in there um yesterday and the lads on commentary were talking about all the color you know in in Netwatch Cullen Park and um it's just a great day for for the two communities involved yeah look county, county finally in, in any county especially like you know it's, it's like it's, it's probably like it's the best day of the year like you know for for every county club that gets to like you know it's, it's a special it's a special day and it's I suppose it's a day that you, you mark down in, in the calendar because you want to get there when you get there then like obviously to make the most of it and luckily luckily for us look we, we made complete we made most of it um Obviously, Bangladesh when it was their first time there. A lot of them, for, a lot of their first final. Like I know, look, we, I suppose we look, we won't come play enough. But yeah. them, the Bangladesh lads are, you know, they're 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 a fair team. Like and the back again, but I suppose look, a bit of experience as well. I suppose like it's a lot of our ninth, which was my ninth final yesterday. Like and it was the but Jack's twelfth final. Like wow, you know, for a lot of them Bangladesh lads, it was their first final, and you know maybe and like the, the older lads, like maybe their second or third final. So. I suppose we just have that bit of experience and I suppose look we just turned up on the day and thankfully look we we, um, we performed on the day and look the weather's are exceptional, exceptional like so yeah and, look, we just never we, we never gave Bangladesh down a chance to get going to be honest with you we were just that good yeah and, and like you were saying there Marty do you know like it's your ninth final um, and it was some of the Bagnall's Town Gales lads first final and you know win lose or draw I think there's so much tragedy about at the moment it just kind of brings it home it's such a privilege just to play the game isn't it and to, to line out there for for your club exactly like and I, I was like obviously I was coming home during the weekend I promise you I was, I was very, very nervous over the last few days over the match and and the love and the butter was the same but and then you kind of just as you said you have to just think about like you know we're just another match and like obviously the look, um, Lord Mercy on poor Dylan Cork there that yeah. passed away there um, the other night playing a match like you know absolutely and yeah. you have to you have to think about that like and it's, all, it's only in our match it's only a game in the day like you know and just we're very grateful to be able to go out there and perform and play for our, our, our community and our, our parish like and it's great like and you look you can't you can't just take any any day for granted so yeah even just for the Bangladesh even for the Bangladesh lads like you know they like their credit to their their to where they're from and look they'll come again too like you know they definitely will but like I know I know like they they weren't you, you know going into that final looking for moral victories but you mm. you have to pay tribute to them and and the achievement to have gotten to that final um you know totally upsetting the the odds they're beating uh, Rangers in in the semi final so credit where credit is due to Town and as you say Marty they'll definitely be back. Yeah, like it was a huge, huge win from last week against Rangers, and like obviously Rangers are like since well, it was I think it was, it was a set there. It was their, it's their second final they're not in since all four, like which is incredible. Unbelievable! Like, like, yeah, it's unbelievable achievement out of that club, like our Rangers, like a small club like that. And so finding out to turn them last week was was obviously huge. And look, today didn't go their way, or yes, didn't go their way, but. I was just I was talking to a few messy like uh, my first final was in 2013 and, and Rangers bet us by maybe I don't know what it was 13, 14 points and I was only 19 at the time and we end up winning the, the next three like you know yeah and like, and like just, just for Bangladesh like 
as hard as it is now like you know you, you just learn from it like and get on with it like you know that's, you have to as there's, there's a good saying you have to lose a few to win one so yeah you know it's great for car it's great for car hurling like that they're, they're there and, they, and they're in the final like and, and they're coming like so it's great like that's the thing and all the learning as you say Marty is in is in the losing sometimes unfortunately but that's where um, you know that's kind of where, where you learn all the, the sort of tough lessons but I know that you had the plan was Marty to sort of take a little bit of a break now for the rest of the year when you finished up with Carlo but now that uh, St Mullins um, are after winning the county final they're going to be taking part in the Leinster Championship now in a few months time like do you see yourself um do you see yourself continuing to play and kind of seeing out the 2022 season with them or, or have you had any kind of time to reflect on that or what are your thoughts on it? No, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so basically, um, say I, I'm going back to America there tomorrow. I'm just going back for a month, so so I'm back in mid-September and then I'm home for good, so. All right, very um, good. Yeah, so it was just a month and the brother actually, Jack, um, Jack and a few of my friends are actually coming out tomorrow as well for a two weeks holiday so it's great so oh deadly um, yeah yeah so it's very, kind of just going to have a buzz there and kind of um, yeah so basically I have a month now and and um, I'm home then the mid-September I'm home and then I put the head down then and look it's great to come home now and have um, a day to prepare for Linster uh, quarter final and against the Wexford Championship I think it is so yeah so look yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll obviously take the boys will take a break for a few weeks and then we'll put the heads down then in, in another in another while and we'll prepare for that like but um, no look it's great like so it's, it's great so we'll uh, it's a great feeling a great buzz around the place now again yeah, yeah and it's working out fairly well for you then Marty that like you know you get to kind of you have that m- amount of time to go back over enjoy yourself over in America for another while before you know you play the um, the champions of Wexford I know I was speaking to your manager there uh, Morris Aylward um, just uh, like just before I came on air and uh, he was kind of saying ah oh, it's a pity that you know the Leinster uh, championship's not going to be uh, kicking off until um, until November and in some ways uh, you know it's it's negative but for you I suppose it allows you the chance to go over and um, do you know kind of uh, enjoy what's left of the, the whole experience over in the US yeah look obviously from my point of view it's great like you know it's kind of actually working out very very good for me um, well look I will say too I suppose we won championships before, like you know, you're probably you're having kind of a, a 14 day turnaround to a, a Leinster quarter final, so it's nice for the boys to get to enjoy the the win too, like and not have to worry about coming back to train Thursday night for a quarter final. So, yeah. but they can they can enjoy the week or two or whatever, and then you know they have plenty of time to to put their heads down and and get and and go back train or whatever. But um, yeah. No, look, it's great. The way the way it's working out for Sam Mullins and for Wexford, like the good thing for us is that we're playing Wexford and they're in the same boat as us. Like they have the same layoff as we have. Mm-hmm. It'd be too different now. Say if we were playing, if we got, got drawn to Kenny, like, and then Kenny coming playing with over two weeks and they're playing us. So they, do you know what I mean? So they were yeah. playing competitive matches the whole way up, and then yeah. we were off for three months. So in fairness, the draws kind of both us and Wexford that way. That the two teams are in the same boat. That they had the long layoff, and you know, so yeah. it's, now, it's after working out nicely for, for everyone involved. That's the thing, there's no kind of un, unfair advantage to, to anyone, as you said, yeah. Marty. They're kind of both in the same uh, the same spot. But just before I let you go, anyway, just to talk a little bit more just about uh, the whole experience over in, in San Francisco, how are you getting on? How are you enjoying it over there? Yeah, great, love it, love it. Like it's it's my third time there now. I was there in seventeen and eighteen, and so this is my third time now. So I'm not strange to the place. Um, 
obviously I'm I get along well with uh, I'm hurting my tits on France so I get along with, well with uh, the team there and the management so really enjoying it uh, work is great it's look travelling as well so it's great and the girlfriend's with me there at the moment as well so ah very good and yeah so just meeting new people and obviously Chris Owens from Rangers so Chris is always with us as well so um, he's there as well so the two was kind of it's nice two of them the same team around each other the whole summer so it was nice and as I said then we have um, the boys coming out now the butter and a few friends come out for tomorrow for two weeks so it's lovely like yeah look to be honest with you summer wise it's been a dream summer for me the way I walked out like so I'm just very grateful like that the way I walked out like you know because yeah, yeah. Just, just very grateful. It's just because as well, like with inter-county careers, like a lot of the time it can really take over your, your whole life. So it just goes like to show like the split season kind of has been beneficial and it just allows um, mm. a bit of balance in life and just to experience just new things as well while while still being able to hurl, you know. But I'm um, glad, glad to hear it's all going well for you, Marty. And, and again, congratulations to yourself and, and to St. Mullins as well on, on a great victory there yesterday. Um, and long may it continue into the Leinster Championship as well but, thanks uh, very much thanks a million Marty I'll chat to you again soon thanks very much that was uh, Marty Mouse Cavanagh sounding very bright and cheerful and why wouldn't he be uh, he picked up yet another county title with uh, St Mullins so that was uh, Carlo and St Mullins hurler there Marty Mouse Cavanagh uh, we're going to be changing our attention now back over to the uh, Kilkenny Camogie team again uh, Martin Quilty who I spoke to earlier on he caught up with Kilkenny Camogie manager Brian Dowling immediately after the match yesterday and here's what Brian had to say Brian Dowling, I saw you after the final whistle with your family down on the pitch. Sum up your emotions because I'm so bloody emotional watching the game. What a fantastic way to win a victory and it must be sweet for yourselves. I know Cork is Cork, but to get one back on him by a one point as well, it must be special. Oh look, it's just unbelievable feeling now, Martin, you know. I suppose it wasn't looking too good there at the end, but I suppose these guys stay going and stay going. And we said it all year. Stay going, and you never know we'll get a lucky break. And look, we got the lucky break for the goal. I suppose it rebounded lovely, and but you have to be in the right place. And fair play to Sophie, she was there, and Berlin finished, and we got the goal, and we needed that goal at the time, I suppose. And look, it was looking like it was heading to heading to a replay there. I thought at one stage, but we somehow got there. I suppose likes of these guys, Mary Welsh, Katie Power, these girls, Grace Welsh, they've suffered at the heart of, of Cork by the last minute point, and look, turned away other way around today, and we're just so happy now that we're all Ireland champions. Sum up the first half for us because you had an excellent quarter. The first 15 minutes, you were outstanding. Maybe you didn't make enough of the chances that you had, but Cork really dominated the final quarter. But to win level at half time, what were your thoughts? Uh, look, I suppose I thought we were hurling really well at start, but it was disappointed with we weren't not, weren't more up. I thought we missed a couple of handy scores. We weren't clinical like we normally are, and you know I kind of thought they might come back to, to bite us, and they did in the second half. I suppose Cork went ahead, but I said it at half time. I said it half time every time. Momentum is huge, and we got back and it was nip and tuck there for a while. I think Cork weren't scoring too much in the second half, bar a couple of frees and that, and you know Mackey got through there once. It could have been a goal to the bar. So look, we just got there somehow, and all Ireland's are for winning. Whatever way you can win, and I said coming up. If you won five pints to four, I'll take it. And we won by a pint, and that's as good as anything now. Sum up the atmosphere here today, because it was absolutely electric. When you were last here in 2020, it was eerie. It was nighttime. There was no crowds at all in the stands. You couldn't even bring home the cup. But to have the crowds here cheering you on, because as soon as that goal went in, the roof lifted off Crow Park. Yeah, with some support. Look, fair play to everyone from Kilkenny for coming up today. We really appreciate it, you know. And 
we said it all year, you know, I said it last year, it didn't happen. Our aim was uh, winning All-Ireland with, with our family, our friends, our supporters. 1,020 we come up here, got to leave the cup here, and I'll never forget going home and all the parents and families were in Spring Hill Court Hotel at half three in the morning and a lashing rain, like, and that's what it meant to them. They didn't get to celebrate with these girls. They were there in 17, 18 and 19 when we lost in the Red Cow Hotel, and they're the ones who supported the girls. I'm so happy that they get to celebrate this joy and, you know, even the last time we didn't get to celebrate it properly, but by God, we're going to celebrate this one. I was just going to say at the homecoming tomorrow evening, it's going to be something special, especially down at the courthouse. I'd say they won't be able to fill the amount of people that's going to turn up. I haven't even thought about that. Look, I want to, can't wait to bring the cup home tonight, first of all, and, you know, usually in a match you want time to go fast, but I hope the next 48 hours goes really slow, really slow, because... Just this feeling is unbelievable, you know. Power Neil said it to the lads the other night. He said, Stop fighting the whistle goes, you're all our champions, you know. Everything that's gone on before us, you forget about it. And it's just such a special feeling, like, you know. And look, at the end of the day, it's a game of hurling, unfortunately. There's a lot of other tragedies going on, you know. And send our condolences to the Quirk family this time. It's just such a terrible time for them. And, you know, look, we've had, we've had, we've had a terrible time during the year as well. And fair play to these girls, they uh, backed away from that. And then every time we were, we were through a challenge, they kept back fighting. and. That's what the character they have within this group. You said it before, tragedy struck around Paul Shefflin, your own uncle, you know. It put the girls together, really, as a unit. And you could see that because they fought for one another out on that field. The back line in particular, in the last five to six minutes, even during injury time, when he was going into the fifth and possibly even into the sixth minute, you know, you really held firm, you stood your ground. And that's what shows true character in the team. By God, have you that in the bucket? Oh, I look to have so much of it. Uh, you know, the back's there at the end, and Grace Wells came out with one ball, you know, Michelle Thien the next one, you know, it was just inspirational stuff. And, you know, it's just our backs this year have been... Uh, absolutely immense to defend the way they have in, in these games with the players that we've gone five players from last year's championship gone and for you know Tiffy Fitzgerald starting the first All-Ireland who scores the first point Tiffy Fitzgerald you know and that, that just sums it up and uh, you know, I look I just can't say it enough and so proud of them now it's all about them girls and the girls that didn't get to play today you know they push the girls in training all the time and you know meeting on Friday night it was one of the most powerful meetings I've ever uh, been involved in it was it was happy, it was tears, it was emotional. You know, it was just unbelievable and uh, we're just so happy now that uh, we're champions. Ryan Dowlin, you just said it. Congratulations, you are the winning manager of the Senior all Ireland Ogie Champions. Go on and enjoy it, boy. Uh, all right, thanks for everything, lads, OK? Such a lovely interview there uh, with Brian Dowling, who is of course the the manager of the uh, senior Camogie team in Kilkenny. Um, and just I think thought that was particularly touching there what he said about I hope this time goes low. I think that you know that you're living through a really special time in your life when you want to just cherish every single moment. So you can tell that it really means so so much to Brian Dowling. Um, we're going to be checking in uh, with everything that's happening down at the courthouse for the homecoming uh, just after the break. Uh, I'll be talking to Head of Sport Ken McGuire Ken McGuire and he's going to be setting the scene for us down there so that's all to come right after this break Full time on KCLOR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie. Full time on KCLOR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny Volkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Now, Ken Maguire, Head of Sport, is live from the courthouse for the homecoming of the Camogie Girls. Ken, are you there? How are you getting on? I am. I'm here to be sure. And I can tell you what, the atmosphere 
has gone up a couple of notches in the last 20 minutes or so, Sinead. We have live music on the stage here from the courthouse uh, from a Cork band, no less, uh, called The Bookles. They've been blasting out uh, rock covers here as people fill the streets. As I'm standing, I'm just going to edge my way around uh, the side of the television screens here. I can see... I can see a Garda car making its way down uh, High Street, just getting ready to get to uh, getting ready to come onto Parliament Street here. Very it good. does look, because I, I do know that we were told, all right, that the bus was going to be leaving Langton's around about half past six. It looks like they have stuck to their word. I can see uh, Tony Coy and the Pipers are out front. We've got the development squads from the under-14 and under-15s uh, camogie sides. There's around about 70 or 80 of those. They are leading the parade of the open-top bus. The black and amber flags are flying high. Just waiting to see if we can see this bus edging around the corner here. So what's going to happen then over the course of the next few minutes? Bus will make its way down High Street, down Parliament Street, around to the entrance or the, the modern entrance or the, the new entrance of the Kilkenny Courthouse just opposite the car park for Duns. The players will be going up. There's a reception being held upstairs in the courthouse with Kilkenny County Council and the whole event this evening uh, served by and organised by Kilkenny County Council here as well. So councillors and dignitaries will be meeting players and management and family and close friends inside in the courthouse. And then at around about, I'd say somewhere between a seven, maybe seven and a quarter past seven, we'll see uh, the team presented uh, one by one here on the balcony of the courthouse. Crowds-wise, we have got large numbers. Parliament Street has been closed to traffic and some of the keys have been closed to traffic for the best part of the last hour. And we can just see the bus with the O'Duffy Cup oh, right at the front of it, Great making stuff. its way. They're, they're just stopped. Don't know where they're going to go for an L ice cream. They're stopped outside Scrum Diddley as there was Doors Butchers right here. The crowd just picking up at the screams. I go a little closer, but the band are still in full flight at the minute. Certainly very loud, but you've got a lot of young children on shoulders. You've got black and amber flags that are flying high. And we've had great cracks so far. We've met people that have stopped by. They reckon that they've just come to Kilkenny at the right time. We're talking to American visitors, French visitors, English visitors, Spanish visitors, Italian visitors, all wondering what's going on. And when you try and explain to them yeah. what an All-Ireland Senior Camogie final is and then what happens when a team from Kilkenny win an event like it, I think their eyes have been opened somewhat. Yeah, but definitely. But we can see the bus just coming around. It's it's the the, the big bus now. Uh, all the players on the rooftop. The cup is going up. The horns are blaring here beside us. How oh, this is going to turn into it? This is going to turn into a great event, to be fair. Yeah, and and is there plenty of young girls there as well? Um, Ken, just cheering on their heroes. There is, and we've had. Uh, you're going to hear a lot from them on KCLR Live uh, tomorrow. Amy has been out and about and mingling her way through the crowd to talk to some of the younger voices that are there. We've got a we've got a little bit of a break in the band, I think. Have we? No, they're going to stay going again. These guys are hungry for rock. <laughs> they music. are. They like what's, <laughs> they what's going on, and and they are loud. We can hear the screams just coming up behind us. 
Um, yeah, Kane, uh, I just wanted to, like, I suppose, just to uh, reiterate some of the... Oh, it's getting pretty loud there now. I, um, I, 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 I'll, I'll move away here again. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just going to say, Kane, just to reiterate just kind of what I was saying to Martin earlier on. What a group of girls. Like, and to be unbeaten in the league and the, the championship, they got their just reward there yesterday. They did. And you know what's funny? I... It could be me, but I don't think there's enough being made of the fact that this is an unbeaten team. They have gone the length and breadth of the league and the championship. Uh, and you'd heard, you would have heard uh, some of the post-match from Katie Nolan earlier, uh, from Mary O'Connell, from other, some of the others. Is like they've gone into games this season where they have been down at the break. Yesterday was yesterday was uh, yesterday was uh, maybe a bit of surprise to them. You know, there there are some games they were more used to going in down at the break and having to battle hard and battle back. Yesterday they went in level at the break, but they've gone from January the whole way through the summer and everything that they've come through. You had the the season-ending injuries to the Doyle sisters. Uh, we know the the tragedy that have been involved with uh, Brian Dowling, the the senior manager's family, and more players beside it uh, as well. You know, but they've come through so much over the season. They've had the kitchen sink thrown at them. They've had their tough games. They got to the All-Ireland the hard way. They had to make through the quarter-final stages. They had to get through a semi-final against Deere's champions in Galway and had a good beating of Galway as well. And then to come up against the Cork side, reignite that rivalry. You saw Kilkenny go down to Cork by a single point in the semi-final last year. We've been saying it across today. It was a narrow victory in 16. It was a single point defeat in 17, a single point defeat in 18. Those games, they've always been nip and tuck, just a puck of a ball between them. They served up an absolute classic yesterday uh, and and warriors to be fair every one of them from 1 to 15 and now to 30 as well because as we, we've been telling people and as we've been hearing from others it's not just about those that are on the that are on the field it's about those that are there and training the girls that are pushing each other on hungry for jerseys hungry for places and that's what's gotten Kilkenny to where they where they are today that's it Ken and I think this one I don't know something about th- this one just seems all the more special even though you know the the O'Duffy Cup is no stranger uh, to them but uh, I, I think just being surrounded by friends family and as you mentioned there as well Ken all the tragedy that they have uh, they've suffered over over the year there's just that like listening to some of the interviews with Grace Welch with Brian Dowling just there as well there's emotion in their voices it was just it was really special this year for some reason there is, and I, and I think it's a real indicator to just how important the support of the family and friends are. Like, you'd, you'd had that interview with Brian Dowling there, and we're able to hear that, you know, he's, he's talking about the years where they didn't win, and the years, you know, in, in 17 and 18 when the final didn't go their way, and, you know, you still get the families and friends going back to Spring Hill Court Hotel or, or wherever they were at the time, and then you get to, you get to 2020, and they come through the All-Ireland Championship, but you come through it in a very strange time. So by the time they get to the All-Ireland Final, it's December, it's nighttime. Family and friends are locked away at home because nobody can travel to the game. Crow Park has a zero attendance for an All-Ireland Final. Yesterday, they get 20 to almost 23,500 people there. But more importantly, 
as soon as they come off the pitch, they're able to celebrate with their friends, their family, the cousins, the brothers, the sisters, the nephews, the nieces, the in-laws, the whole lot. They're all out, and you can really see it's it's those people who've been there behind the players, and that's supporters included. Taking thin, dark days and bright days, uh, and it's it's really spurred them on. But the whole side of it, and, and it's, it seems to be a common thread across the players for this year as well, Sinead, that it's just it's had a real galvanising effect on the team. Uh, and, and like you've said, they've, they've come into something special this season. And, and hopefully we'll get to see that continue as well for next year. Yeah, definitely. And I think just days like yesterday, days like today, it just really symbolises how important sport is uh, to communities, to family, uh, just to everyone, really. Um, but listen, i let you get back to some of that celebrating there, Ken. We'll be checking back in with you a little bit later on when uh, no when the speeches are going to be delivered. But uh, thanks a million, Angela. We'll, we'll chat to you again soon we'll talk to you shortly that was uh, Ken Maguire there head of sport uh, we're going to take an ad break now um, and then going to be the news and then we're going to hear from Owen Carey for Fully Loaded so thanks so much for tuning in over the last hour hope you enjoyed the show and I will chat to you again next week for full time I'll chat to you again soon Full time on KCL or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, Lahartz Volkswagen.ie.